okay, we're on the brink of something very dangerous or very dark. You know what I mean? You can kind of feel it. You can kind of feel it. Episode 22, season five, back in it, go. 22 Savage, <laughs> 22, hey, can you do hey, something? On the, last, on the last episode, I put a little uh, like bank account. Yes, uh, sir. You know, like 21, well, one, people two, got it. Three, I hope four. they got it. Man, I fuck with 21 Savage. I know you do, you love him. I love 21 love Savage. Him. I'd say like his Savage Mode and Savage Mode 2 are probably, Savage Mode 1 is probably yeah. one of my favorite hip hop albums of all time. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like for me, at least in the last ten years, I have it's one that I always really? go back to. Like okay. I like like theme albums, like where they have like a cons- like have consistency. Yeah, throughout them, but because uh, there's not that many, there's theme not. Al- you know, bro, the Metro Boomin for me is still. Yeah, that one's like, pretty good. That's gonna be in like my top ten of the decade type of thing. Oh shit, maybe because now it's one of my favorite. Damn. It's up there, man. It's like it's flawless to me personally. Yeah. But we'll uh, see what else drops. You know, all of that. I'll be honest, like. It is a fire album. It's fire. It is a fire man. album. Yeah. And like, I love Metro Boomin. He's like definitely like the best producer, I would say. Like, yeah. Or one of the best producers for that genre. Hey, you know, it's going to be album of the year for all the dogs dropping next week. That, okay. <laughs> I know we got a bunch to get through. Yeah, and yeah, we're yeah, starting yeah, this episode yeah, off yeah, in a bit of an unconventional bullshit. way. Sure, sure. But for all the dogs. Drake's album. Drake's album. September 22nd. Coming out next week. Yeah. Okay. I think we talked about this maybe in the a last little bit. One. Yeah, two weeks. I have yeah. high expectations for it. Yeah. Are you following any of the promo and stuff that he's doing on his Is he like, promoing Instagram? It? Well, it's like just posts. Oh no, not really. I mean, maybe I've seen them, but it hasn't felt like a promo yet. Yeah. It's like, you know, pictures of a picture picture of him next door is like a dog. Oh. You know what I mean, I'm like. <laughs> Okay, like this isn't <laughs> this isn't like terrible. This isn't as cringy as like the CLB. Yeah, yeah, the heart and the head and all of that, and the you know, hey man, we'll see. I don't like the cover at all. I think that's actually like a fake cover. A deterrent. Like I, you think you don't think it's real? I don't think it's real. I think it's just to cause like con- uh, conversation because like that can't be a real cover, man. I know your son drew it and it's sentimental, but like, what does that have to do with? For all the dogs, which is like, it's not even a good drawing. It's not. It's not even a good drawing <laughs> yeah, of a dog. Up, a you know dog what I mean? It's like, bro, you have like, it looks action. like a demon. Yeah, you know, like literally, it looks like a fucking. It looks like a goddamn horse. Put him in art school, else. man. Put him in art. Yeah, school. seriously. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you have build an art school. <laughs> yeah. Have all the money in the world, and this is what your son can do. I'm yeah. joking, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake, um, we're sorry. We're sorry. We yeah, mean that. Drake fans are gonna come in. The Drake fans might be the horse cop people. Yeah, d- yeah. I'd love to see those guys go head to head. You know, if that's like Tate fans. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Tate fans like. It's like a WWE, like, Royal Rumble, you know, Royal Rumble of, of, like, the cringiest people on earth. 100%. But this is how we got to start the episode. This, we're starting right? off with some gas, bro. Hey, we just got to do what we got to do. But yes, sir. Week recap, we always got to do a little bit of that. Yes, sir. What you been up to, man? What are the highlights? The highlights are uh, I got to go to a beach on the weekend. <laughs> Woodbine? Uh, by, yeah, Woodbine. <laughs> no, uh, just uh, in Niagara. Sure. Uh, I got to go swimming. You know, enjoy yeah. the last little bit of summer. I'm not going to lie. It was a little chilly. Uh, I was about to say, it's already kind of cold when you went. Yeah, bro. Actually, did you go during that kind of heat wave or no? No, no. It was literally on Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Two days ago. It was good. Uh, we, week's been busy. I feel like as we get closer to, like, the season, like, this is when, like, my work starts to really, like, pop off. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited for sports to be back, man. I feel like NBA right now, we're, yeah, we're 
I don't know if you're following the Blue Jays at all, but no. they're kind of like in the hunt for like a wild card spot. Sure. They're basically tied against a team that they're like playing a series against like in the next few days. So yeah. Um, we'll see. The Blue Jays definitely follow like a Toronto curse, I would say. Mm. I don't know if you remember last year they were up eight one in like the wild card game against Seattle. Sure. Blew the game. Really? Lost. I don't even remember yeah, that. Yeah, that was I was like Damn, like, like the Maple Leafs definitely <laughs> got outdone. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. The Jay said, let me hold this. Sure. Uh, but I can't even clown the Leafs anymore. So, uh, But overall, bro, yeah. things are good. Bro, I think, ba- how long is the baseball season, man? Uh, I feel like they play so many goddamn games. Yeah, it starts in like March. Okay, all right. Yeah. It hasn't been as long as I thought. March, but it's like, man, it's like 162 games. Yeah, every weekend there's like a Blue Jays game. I'm yeah. like, yo, you guys are going in. Yeah, bro. Um, but I will say it's like generally speaking – or it's it's getting chilly. We're in that like yep, that that period where it's, in, it's no longer warm out every day. I have Rather. to think about what I'm doing. Like yeah. I gotta bust out the fall rotation. I gotta get some shopping done too, bro. I was thinking the same thing. I came in a t-shirt today, but next week I will not be able to do no, that. No, no, you know, those days are could not do shorts today. It was not gonna could not go on, man. I could not do that. No. But um, yeah, we gotta how go shopping. You? Yeah, how uh, about you? Man? So shout out to my boy Kanai. Hey. Celebrated his birthday on Sunday. Um, happy 19th, him. bro. Happy 19th. Happy 19th, yeah. brother. <laughs> bro, have you been a pursuit OCR? No, but I saw your Yo, stories and that shit up. looked fucking hype. Yeah, it's like an indoor adult like obstacle course type of thing. Yeah. So they got like all these like um, areas where you can like run up like a ramp and like swing on monkey bars and all that and ropes that you can climb and jumping ball pits like it's this whole thing we were there for like three hours man. yeah man my forearms are killing yeah. me right now yeah. Didn't <laughs> we you... played dodgeball yeah like, yo. oh man that's so much fun Felt like a kid man yeah it was dude like... those kind of things are so much fun yeah you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. fun go... competition you know what i mean exactly like, Just remember like... when we did the all sports league we yeah back we, played yo, we won too we won that yo, a fun fact about me is that like yeah. i won that all sports team three yeah. times with three different teams. Oh, you've done it three times. Yeah, I've done it three oh, times. Shit. So, like, pretty much every time that I've done that league, Man's a winner. we've won, <laughs> which is hilarious. And, man, a big accomplishment for me because we yeah. did two times with John Street. Yeah. Uh, so, we won back-to-back with John Street. And then I won... I, I decided to take my talents to a different agency and won there as uh, well. And then won there as well. This guy's the the missing factor, oh, you know? A three-peat champion. They're they probably like, where is he now? Yeah. Like, like they, a shrine for Malik. And they're the, doing a docu-series <laughs> on me. I got the treble. The you know what I mean? sports league champ is crazy, man. <laughs> not the world champ. No. Not, no, not the world champ. Uh, not the world champ. True, true, true. Um, um, so that also happened. Canada won bronze at the World Cup. Yes, sir. Crazy. 4 a.m. game. Did you watch it? Uh, no. Yeah, I did I not did, watch I it. I did not. But I woke up at like 9 a.m. I saw my phone. I'm like, holy shit. What the, the craziest part about this whole situation yeah. is, like, one, Canada went on, like, an insane run. Yeah, They yeah. beat some pretty good teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, first, for a moment, same thing with U.S. U.S. was really solid. Yeah. Um, they, they made it basically as far as Canada did, but they got bumped out by Serbia, I think it was. Uh, who, who ended did? up? Uh, the U.S. Uh, Germany, right? Uh, this is the semifinals. Oh, you're talking. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, right. anyways, when I saw that canada was facing the u.s for bronze yeah. I was like yeah i remember oh, you man. saying yeah, yeah, i was yeah, like we're probably screwed i'm yeah. not gonna lie i think but most this, people would think that as it's well. probably not a good situation for us to be in yeah. however uh they ended up getting the dub 
hold. Huge. Through. It's huge. And Germany OT. ended up. Uh, yeah, Germany, Germany ended up winning. Um, you know the whole thing. So Dennis Schroeder is the best player in the world. Best player in the world right now, apparently. You want MVP, you right? know? <laughs> The thing that I like about this. World champion. Yeah, the, totally. The, yeah. the thing that I really like about this tournament is that um, unlike the NBA, where it's just like the best talent concentrated on each team. Yeah. It's kind of like um, you're in international basketball, you see a lot more teams, especially nowadays, starting to like move the needle. Like it was Germany's first time ever winning gold. Like Germany, a basketball country, you what? never think about you that. You never yeah. think about that. Serbia yeah. definitely. Um, Slovenia, they didn't even have. Um, they didn't even have Jokic. Jokic, yeah, no. yeah. Right. Um, so Spain won not too long ago. Yeah, Spain. Yeah. Spain's always Spain been. Is, like, Spain's yeah, good. Spain's you're a right, good team. Right, yeah, yeah. But it's like you're starting to see international uh, teams man. like you know, yeah, like Canada third. Like in 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 what world would you ever have guessed that in the like FIBA World Cup? Germany would win gold, yeah. Serbia would win silver, and Canada would win bronze, and, and the USA, USA not even blazing. Yeah, I don't. I would never assume that. Yeah, world champions of what? World champions of you what? You know what I mean? And now you hear the news that LeBron is assembling the Avengers yeah. for for Paris for the Olympics. Yeah. Well, it's like bro, like yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Curry, LeBron, KD, KD, uh, Jamon Green, all pulling up. I'm like, yo. AD, Anthony yeah. Davis pulling up. I'm like, geez, okay, we'll see. Yeah, LeBron's That'll like, you know, fun what? as hell to watch, man. Oh, big time, dude. Yeah, like big time. Yeah, and that, so we'll see. Like, we qualified for the Olympics as well. To yeah. be honest, I don't think there's many other Canadian players who are like are gonna like fit our roster. Like, who who else? Like uh, Andrew Wiggins, maybe. Yeah. Or like uh, the Jamal Murray. Right. Sure, right, right. but yeah. like. You know, it ain't gonna look the same in the Olympics. Put it that way. Yeah. So let's grab our, our win here. Yeah, we'll grab a dog and go from there. Yes, um, something else that happened last week. It was our one-year live show anniversary. Oh man, boom, take, boom, 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 hashtag boom. take me back. There you go. Yeah, hashtag you know? take me back. Memories on Instagram and all that. Um, yeah, one year ago, it was like September eighth. We had the live show. Um, it was a live show, and then it was just like a party after. It was a blast, man. For those that came, you knew it was a vibe. Yeah. For those that missed it, you wanted to be there. Let's yeah. be honest. It was a great time. Facts. Um, and bear comments on Instagram when I posted the story. When You know, I did a little teaser of like, yo, we're running it back. Yeah. And everyone was like, yo, let me know. Like, yeah, put me on the list. I'm like, I bet. Yeah, man. And those were, that was such a fun experience, right? Yeah. Because, one, we did a live episode. Yeah. So we did time. like a, a – first time ever recorded episode live which was like kind of made me nervous i don't I was know so nervous yeah. That, yeah i was like fuck dude like what if we <laughs> screw up what if we just forget how to do this thing <laughs> yeah. um but it was fun because it was a shorter episode right yeah, i think it was sure. only like maybe like 20 minutes and then we did like a q and a sort of thing yeah um but we definitely need to do more stuff like that and for anyone who's listening you know we got stuff cooking up here we always um cooking cook for all the dogs <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean um yeah. <laughs> But we're hoping to do something like that again very soon, maybe yep. under a different kind of like perspective or lens around how we can engage, you know, our followers, listeners, yeah, people yeah. in our networks. Um, but yeah, like what a time. I never thought we'd actually like pull something like that off, which is crazy. Oh, man, to the extent I, that we did, it was uh, fantastic. And that was the beginning of our video content. Totally. Shout out to Jerome again for capturing it all and being behind the lens and yeah. editing it. But then after that, it was like, now we have video content. Yeah, bro. You know, now we started doing the TikTok videos and all of that. And that was like the launch of yeah. it. 
And it helped with just like our, our socials too, right? Like we had so many photos that yeah. like we can now reuse and yep. like all of that. Yeah, just a great event overall. That was one of the highlights of me like last year for in sure. general. For sure. You Definitely know? like a highlight of like this whole thing. Yeah. Oh, easily. You easily. Um, more to come, man. More to come. Put more it to that come. Way. Yes, sir. So we got some topics, man. Let's um, get right to it. I guess another thing that can kind of fit into a week recap. It actually just happened today. Um, the Apple event. Uh, yeah, did you watch yeah. it? Did you see any of the information from it? No, I didn't. Nah, so, we got um, flying cars yet? We got <laughs> Apple car yet? <laughs> Nothing yet, man. Um, but Apple has like two major events each year. Yeah. Um, this is the second one where they unveiled the new updates to, you know, what iPhone 15 is going to look like. Okay. Newsflash, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, damn, like, which version of the iPod am I getting recycled this time? <laughs> Here's the thing, man. I don't know. It's like there's a lot of jokes about that as well as like all the same, all the phones from iPhone 15 to 13 to 12. Actually, they all look the same in the last four years. I would yeah. Say. Maybe one extra lens on the back. But yeah. like they've introduced some like slight color changes. It's a one millimeter, like thinner cameras, a bit better. So nothing significant. Nothing significant. Um, it's actually kind of interesting how that happens like every year. Massive, you know, price tag that they throw on it they really hone in on like the camera is so much better and so much more refined and now you can capture professional imagery i'm like you said the same shit last year yeah, yeah and it yeah. was true last year and the year before and the year before that you can always just make incremental changes on quality you yeah know what i mean of photo quality but totally and and to me that's not innovation right? no no and this you've been is, critical about yeah yeah and yeah. like listen like apple is like one of the most innovative companies in the world here's my analogy yeah and we were talking about this a little bit before remember when you said that we you were going to get a new 2k yeah true. Yeah. yeah so this feels like kind of like yeah every you know year, a more expensive of that right yeah. like every year new 2k comes out Slightly better graphics, yep. maybe a couple of additional like features or th things that are reworked in like the infrastructure of the game, yep. but more or less, it's the same game. It's the same game. Right? So why do we continue at, at a higher price point? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, yeah, will, yeah. I will add. Yeah, yeah. So like, do you think, and like, this is like stupid me talking. So like, remember that guy from a couple of episodes ago who like told us we sounded stupid talking about this new thing. <laughs> yeah. this is like another version of something like that yeah, yeah. do you think that they just like have like they meet on like a yearly basis and they say okay this is a banger feature that we just came up with how do we like the, obviously like this is may not be ready for next year may not yeah, be ready yeah. for the year after like how do we phase it how do we phase it 100 percent. that's how tech works to be honest like, okay yeah I, so i am a fucking idiot no you're not an idiot i think uh i think the problem with with apple for me at least is the same with 2k right you can't buy it every year yeah. you gotta like jump a couple years to really get like a difference yeah like if you actually look at the iphone uh 14 versus the 10 or the 12 there are differences there yeah the 13 and the 14 not really you know what I yeah mean? i don't even i can't even remember which one we were at like until you wrote like oh, iphone true, true, 15 true. we're I'm up like, there bro i'm like dude i don't even remember we're just gonna keep I even, going i guess i don't even remember what kind of phone mine is i think it might be 11 true yeah i haven't gotten a new there's phone not even an 11 is there 
Yeah, there is. Yeah, I, there's I, no nine. They skip the nine and jump. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. Dumb, or know, X, man. sorry, X, remember yeah. X? That phone was actually fire. I actually really that set the tone for like. Yeah. Like we we're using it to record the video. Like yeah. it's still uh you know it still still works, but yeah. I don't know, man. It's like uh the people that you know I guess like the early adopters, the people that are very kind of into this new technology, they're gonna buy the new phone every year. Yeah. I just I can't be moving like that. I will say that, like, if, yeah, same, same <laughs> here. Like, yeah. and two, like, phones are like way too expensive these these days. But it does what it needs to do. Totally. Yeah. What I do think is really cool about, um, I, I think it might be the last year or the year before. Yeah. Um, it's like the pro version of the phone that I actually think is like pretty cool. Yeah. So they always have that. Yeah, yeah, my cousin has one where it's like you can take a photo of something. And then it like creates like a 3D rendering of that object so that you can use that as like a tool and design. I so it's that. like you, you can take a photo of like this living room, for example, and it creates it like scans the room and then yeah. creates like a digital Crazy. version of the room. And you can like move things around. Yeah. You can like change the atmosphere of the room. Like it's actually quite cool. Like I that, saw actually, that for like a statue. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like he just goes around like he, he'll walk around the city and be like, yeah. oh, that's dope. Take a photo of something create an image of it right. and then use that or a rendering of it and then use that in like um like motion design That's kind of crazy. thing That's which is crazy yeah and like yeah. those are the things where i think are really cool yeah i think apple has just gotten so simplistic with like how they market to like the average consumer because most that, people don't care most people that. don't give a shit yeah. about that kind of most stuff people don't right care. yeah so it's like they it's know like that they're a camera totally they're just targeting <laughs> like a uh, not going to say like a premium user base, but like a more like expertise or user base with more expertise, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, to help do those types of, or to help bring those features to life. Yeah. But it's actually really interesting because like the, when I look at other phones, like the Google Pixel, for example, they, that phone actually has a lot of like really dope features that make oh, yeah. sense for real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't feel like Apple has any of those. They get there eventually, yeah. but like Android phones have a lot, a lot of that stuff way earlier. Totally, but it's just the way it's branded, right? It's For sure, it's marketed. Like, it's like Magic Eraser is really, yeah. really dope. Like you know, where you take a photo of something, you can like change something in the background, like that. Sure, sure. That's cool. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like that has like a practical use case. But I feel like Apple like doesn't really adopt, like or like doesn't. They're not they proactive take their time with, those. with that. Yeah, yeah, they take their time with like the, that type of innovation piece, innovative piece. I do think Apple still does have like the cool factor and stuff, but I wonder how long they that's gonna last. I, I feel like a long ass time, man. Yeah, they're what the most valuable company in the world. They want like one yeah. trillion dollars or something. Yeah, like that. they have like, to be. Well, yeah. I own stock, so I hope so. You know. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> how much is a stock? Like fifteen hundred. Right or now, it's like, like uh, two hundred US. Maybe. Oh, okay. That's yeah, not bad. it's not crazy. It was way higher during before the pandemic. It dipped a bit, but that's when you buy. Yeah. A little financial advice for the people yeah. listening. You know. Yeah. Do there not follow go. me for financial <laughs> advice, please. <'Cause laughs> let's uh, let's keep moving though. I saw this on uh, not on Facebook because no more news there, but um, I saw this on Twitter or X. Uh, Toronto restaurants seeing a three-month decline in traffic, and this is according to Open Table data. So they can look at obviously reservations and walk-ins and seeing how that has declined heavily, apparently, in the last three months compared to this time last year, the year before, and previous years, even before pandemic. Okay. Um, so they interviewed a couple of restaurants and uh, restaurant owners, and they're really just speaking about how how hard it is, and they're noticing this decline themselves. Um, but their costs are going up. 
yeah. costs for them to lease their building and costs for food production and things like that and and wages all that stuff is like gone up for them to pay for yeah but they're not getting as many customers as they usually would before yeah probably as a direct result of that direct result so i read that article and when i see that i'm like yo things are hard it, it's hard right now for people yeah so like that's a luxury to like go out and eat at a restaurant and if you need to save money that's something you're going to cut back on absolutely you know so my question to you yeah um, is like it says open table data. Yeah. This might sound like a stupid question, but this only tracks people who have the app downloaded, who leverage the app regularly, or does it, or did they do a study? It would be the website as well, but anyone that's used open table. Okay. Yeah. Pretty Cause much. I feel like open table, like isn't necessarily like the, the main, the easiest, like oh, I'd say, okay. I don't think it's like the user experience of it's like super great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe that is a, a factor within this and mm -hmm. that like kind of skews the data a little bit. Definitely. It's but, not perfect. Totally. But yeah. what I will say is like the trickle down effect of like the rising costs in this country Brother. are bleeding into this. Right. <laughs> so it's like turning, it's turning like cities like Toronto into like boiling points yep. where uh, you know, the cost of to own a restaurant, the cost to like purchase ingredients, yeah. the cost to maintain a restaurant, hire staff, all that kind of stuff uh, and have staff on payroll. Yeah. All that's increasing. Right. So businesses are contingent on the people walking into those restaurants, purchasing food. If, yeah. if people are holding back their their wallets and saying, I'm not going to do this. Like, what does this mean for like an entire entertainment industry yeah obviously it's a big leap to say this is step one in restaurants yeah. going under yeah, yeah but like it's a factor in why these numbers are as real as they are 100 percent. yeah which yeah. i think is like it's unfortunate kind of brutal you Very know what i mean brutal, yeah. i would say like the especially for like the businesses that don't actually like uh that aren't like premium for example like the ordinary places like yeah, the, mom the, and pop yeah exactly yeah, yeah. So like those places are probably just hanging on by a thread yeah. because it's like either you increase the prices of your products, which restaurants do quite regularly yeah, or you eat the costs. And like, this is says, this is all very obvious information. Like this, I'm not saying anything groundbreaking, yeah. but you can kind of see how like the trickle effect happens and how like industry turns from like luxury to, you know, essential spending only. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone's surprised by that. Um, as you mentioned, like the mom and pop, like they uh, interviewed you. Have you been to Uncle Tony's before? That no. Italian restaurant? No. It's uh, like financial district. Definitely mom and pop type of, type of spot, like Sounds local like spot. Uh, they interviewed Tony, Uncle Tony. And, yeah. you know, he was just like. Hey, Tony, take it easy. <laughs> he's got to cut like people's shifts. You know what I mean? He's got to like work on his own sometimes during lunch. And it's like, yo, what is this going to look like a year from now, maybe? Uh, if yeah, it continues man. to decline. Yeah, this I, might just you know who knows you know but totally, and like not to get like depressing or anything like that. Yeah. But like, don't you think we're kind of like on the verge? Like this is the first time in my life, at least my adult life, yeah, where I've seen like Recession. things kind of like okay, we're on the brink of something very dangerous or very dark <laughs> it's looming right you know what i mean you can yeah, kind of feel yeah. it you can kind of see it yeah you know i think it's a big factor in everything like food costs through the roof internet yep. and hydro costs through the roof yeah home ownership impossible yeah you know going rent out to eat rent everything is just skyrocketing wages frozen solid yeah 
So yeah, look at that. Yeah. So <laughs> how that works, right? Yeah. How, how don't What's you gonna happen? Yeah, man. It, yeah. it feels like something is going to burst. We need an economist here or something. Cause I like, know, like, you know. you know, I wish we had someone to talk to about this. Yeah. And like, I'm sure some fuck face in the comments is going to like <laughs> educate us. But I do feel like there, this <laughs> is the first time in my life where I wake up every day. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, it, am I actually going to need to spend $800,000 on a home yeah. or is this shit going to blow up in a year or two? Cause this is the closest I've oh, you ever mean like, it's like, yeah, yeah we're going to hit is, that bubble where it pops. Yeah. This then. is the, the closest I've ever seen in my adult life. Yeah. To something being on the brink of like exploding, especially in Canada, especially yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, man. <laughs> there's this, yeah, there's a sense of something looming and I know exactly what, what you're talking about. You can't, I don't know what it is, but there's like an uncertainty kind of feeling. There's a huge uncertainty yeah. and it's, it's scary, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting here saying I have a good job. Yeah. I have a job that's going to pay me money. Right. I work in an industry where people are always going to be fucking going into Scotiabank Arena and watching a Maple Leafs game or a Raptors game. Pretty much. Always. Pretty much. You yeah. know, yeah. the highest clientele will always be able to afford going to a Toronto Maple Leafs game or yeah. a Toronto Raptors game. Yeah. Something like that. So I'm fortunate that it's, it's pretty stable, right? Yeah. Um, but still. But still. Yeah, exactly. You know, what does this mean for like the ordinary person? Like what does this, what does this mean for someone who, who might be making 60K a year? You know what yeah. I mean? Or working like these service jobs too. Like I would read this article and I would be panicking. Totally. About like, oh, a three month decline. Like, sure, this is just open table data. It's not fully representative of everything. Of course. You take it with a grain of salt, but it, it paints the picture for some, that something is happening. Here. Yeah. And it's not just like you an know? isolated thing, right? No. Like if you're saying, man, rent costs are way too high. Yeah. There is a direct problem attributed to this. Yeah. Okay. And there is, but... Okay, food costs. Okay, this is part of a big picture as well. Yeah. Housing market in a tough situation. Internet and hydro. Brother. Things like all of these things are kind of yeah. like working together to fuck over to like the, the, the yeah. ordinary person, right? Yeah. Like a person who doesn't have, you know, a, a strong salary or a six figure salary or yeah. something like that. Even if you have a six figure salary, and Still. like this comes from a place of like extreme privilege of even saying that. Yeah. That's still not a it's not what it sig was. Yeah, significant amount of money that you can turn around and, you know, be rich and yeah. live a luxurious life. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Like maybe like, it was when we were younger and we could strive to, I just need to make 100K and then I'm good. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not really the case anymore, especially if you have kids. Totally. You know? Yeah. Like if you're supporting, you know, an elder or a partner or something like that. Like totally. That money doesn't go very far. Man. No, that it, it doesn't go very far. So yeah. it's like. That's a that's a scary thought when a hundred thousand dollars yeah. isn't enough to, you know, purchase a home, yeah, for example. Not even close. It's not even not even kind of close. close. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, for anyone who's listening out there, like, you let know, you let us know your thoughts here, um, because I feel like this is we're on the edge of something very intense. Yeah. And a, and a a really rough ride potentially over the next 10 years. And especially when you Bro, think about the imagine 10 years from now, like so, what's gonna, yeah, I don't even know what the city's going to look like in 10 years. Who fucking knows? I man. don't know what Toronto is going to be like. In We'd have years. to escape by then. Like, yeah. But where are we gonna <laughs> where go? am I going to go? You I don't know. know. I, mean? I was talking to my friends about that. They're like, what other country like would you live in? Um, and I'm like, I have no idea. Man. I'm going to fucking 
Jamaica or Costa Rica. I kind of brought, yeah, like it'd be good to like retire in Jamaica, yeah. but you know, like who knows, man? Like, yeah. Everywhere has its problems, right? Everywhere is fucked. But Absolutely. I but try it, to remember that as well, that, like, obviously I'm in Canada, so I'm very hyper aware of what's going on in Canada. Yeah. But I can't just, like, romanticize any other country and be like, oh, it'd be better oh, there. Oh, it's going to be better here. It's like, Who no. Knows, man? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Nothing's like, perfect. Nothing's Nothing will perfect. ever be perfect. Yeah. It's just a matter of, like, saving up a ton of cash while you can, buying a home down in Jamaica right on the beach. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, figuring out. <laughs> do the out. podcast from the beach, do, man. Do the podcast from the beach. Yes, That's sir. What's up. Yes, Let's sir. keep it on this money conversation. Money, 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 money. <laughs> there you go. Money. Um, here's the headline here. Black employees at Google earn less on average. Damn. Yeah. You read that, you're like, all right, here we go. Is right? this U.S.? U.S., yeah. Um, so out of 12,000 employees in, in the U.S., uh, so black employees at Google make 20K less on average than their white coworkers. And this was obtained from a 2022 internal Google spreadsheet that was leaked. Um, so they've spoken with a you know, Google spokesperson about this of like, yo, these salaries are leaked. Can you explain like the racial disparity you know, here? Um, and there, there was a longer paragraph, but basically the first thing they, they opened with is we compensate Googlers, so people that work at yeah. Google, Based on what they do, not who they are. This is outdated data. Um, we tried to, you know, uh, reassess salaries on a yearly basis and yeah. adjust them. Um, so a lot of conversation on Twitter has kind of happened about this. Something I've seen is that maybe black employees aren't negotiating the salary that they need or, you know, things of that nature. It's a multi-layered issue, of course. I'm not just saying that Google is saying because you're black, you're going to earn less than, yeah. you know, a white counterpart. You also do need to factor in that tenure plays a part. So yeah. if you look at people that have been at Google the longest, they're probably not black. Yeah. You know? And so they're going to be earning more than black employees that maybe are just starting out at Google. Yeah. But overall, what are your kind of thoughts when you, when you see that, when you see that information presented? Well, I think it, I think it tells a big story. It has a big exclamation mark behind it. Yep. But I do think that you, to your point, there's yeah. a lot of factors that you need to explore as part of this. Am I yeah. saying, I'll start by saying, do I think like racial disparity in compensation exists? Yes. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. I, I live it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. No problem. Yeah. And, and that applies to compensation. It applies to promotions. Yeah. It applies to bonuses, all that kind of stuff. That's, it's real. Right. I'm not dismissing that. But I do think you need to like dive into the data of what this is. Yeah. Because... You look at the type of position um, that you know your employees are in. For example, like a junior yep. person versus a uh, you know executive. more a more senior or an executive or something like that. Yep. You also have to measure like the uh, parallel between like the people in existing roles amongst each other. Like you can't compare like two different roles at a company and say like oh this person's making more than me. Blah blah blah. You also need to look at time yep. spent Tenure, in a, time sure. and time spent in a role yep. I think is important. I think it's like a very tricky thing to, to identify yeah. and like say like, Oh yeah, this is the big problem kind of thing. Or yeah. like, cause I think that like the headline here is like, Whoa, it's that like, catchy headline. I'm like, that's, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist, yeah. but you know, there, there are factors within that, that, maybe make that statement uh, retract a little bit more than how intense it might sound yeah. off the top. Yeah. I'll ask you this. If you're working at Google yeah. uh, and this information comes out 
HR. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> knock, knock, knock. What? What do you do in that situation? I consult with uh, my my manager. I have to. Like, um, I want to know that someone that is performing the same role as me, that is white, you know, a white coworker that is also, let's say, a product designer, same years of experience. I need like salary transparency and I like going to places where they have that transparency. Yeah. The last couple of companies I've been at, they have that and you know what the salary bands are. Yeah. It should not all just be based on who uh, negotiates more than the other. For, like to create that much of a disparity, like 20, 30 K, are you kidding me? Just because one person asked for it and the other person didn't. Yeah. It's kind of insane. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would talk to my manager. I'll be like, yo, let's see, what is the salary band here? And like, am I at the lower end of it and what can be adjusted for me to, you know, fit within the rest of, of the company, yeah. you know, tough conversation, obviously, but I would be, I'd be having some conversations if this leaked about, you know, a company that I'm actually at. Yeah, for sure. What about you? I definitely feel like uncomfortable. Um, yeah, uncomfortable. I think I'd have a lot of questions about leadership, right? Right. And transparency. Yeah. I think those are the most important, you know, elements of what, this complex issue represents is just being transparent. Yeah. I, again, like you, I would have a conversation with my manager, but then I would also, I think inherently because I'm like a very emotional person, right, right. I feel like I would look at leadership a lot differently. Mm -hmm. I would look at them and say like, not only like does this information exist and we're aware of it yeah. and we're totally acknowledging all of this, yeah. but this was hidden from me. Right. Right. So when I look at, you know, the company's values, which are often like displayed on their website, mm -hmm. very high level, like we are inclusive, Especially we are accessible, Google. all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I would seriously question the integrity of the company that I'd be at. Because if this is information that is well known already amongst leadership, yeah. uh, if we're trying to build a culture of like transparency, inclusivity, all that kind of stuff, you're very open and honest about this kind of like from the onset of you getting that position. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it starts with, you know, again, this argument's been made a thousand times. So it's like nothing new, but like putting like the salary ban in the job description, for example, 100%, easy yeah, yeah. wipes it away. I think companies who can get more comfortable with like that piece of it yeah. and not like always think about finessing people. Like they're I think still very hesitant. Th still Some are starting to do it, but it's, it's come on. Like, totally. Is, why not? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, and yeah. I'm like, at the end of the day, you might as well just look at that and say, you know, if you're not, if you're not posting the, the salary in the job yeah. description, that tells me that you allow shit like this to happen. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're hiding something. Yeah. Right. You're if, hiding something. Yeah. If, if you're not, if you're not being very open with me, then yeah. I understand what kind of company I'm getting into. And that is woven into office politics that's often Bruh. woven into like leadership decisions, all that kind of stuff. And can we just not bullshit? Like this is the most important aspect of, <laughs> we work for money. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Some of us, hopefully you enjoy your jobs. I enjoy my job. I'm sure you do as well. You get satisfaction from it. For sure. If you stop paying me tomorrow, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing this job anymore. Yeah, the most important thing that I need to know is how much am I gonna be paid at this company? Yeah. Impact and all of that is great. The purpose that I'm bringing, the purpose that I'm getting, what product I'm working on, all fantastic things that still, you know, ladder up as well. But what's the salary? Yeah. Yeah. Can you just throw that shit on the job description? It's the most important thing. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm gonna feel like you're finessing me. You're gonna like yeah. 
They come in. I need to hit this magic code in order, sweet spot in order to get what I want. Yeah. And then there's a back and forth of me and the recruiter of like, okay, so what's the budget? Um, uh, what are you expecting? And then yeah. it's this song and dance of trying yeah. to get that number. Just, just you be a leader. Yeah. And just get it done. <laughs> I think the companies who are doing this already are yeah. ahead of this like curve. Yeah. I don't think the the workforce, at least people our age, are really gonna put up with that anymore. No. And like, to be honest, like if I'm ever looking for a job and they don't have the job in the salary yeah, and like the first call with a recruiter, oh, what are your salary expectations? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. my salary expectations are what you should have put in the job description. Yeah, 100%. I'm not, I'm not even listening to it. Yeah. Or I'm going to say something stupid like fucking 300 bands or something oh, like yo. that. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, right this way. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, that's it. That's, that's actually exactly what, what it was. You know yeah. what I mean? like, Man, New York, the state of New York, um, they implemented, uh, um, like a, a, like a law for companies that operate in New York. If they're posting a job posting, they actually have to disclose the salary. Yeah. That happened, I think last year or the year before that. But I think, yeah, in 10 years, we're going to, it's going to be foreign to probably not have a salary in less than that, hopefully. But I think most companies will eventually get there. I, I think so too. You know? I think it's just like the trend that it's a trend needs that, to continue on yeah. stuff like this. It just doesn't make any sense to not include it at this point. There's really no excuse. What's the argument? Yeah. yeah there, there's no more excuse. And like a lot of people and a lot of really talented people aren't going to put up with that shit anymore. I yeah. feel like that they do that because people are desperate for like work and that's how things unfortunately yeah you know what i mean totally let's uh let's move on here okay here we go uh this is a good one um (laughs) so over the last few years you already know that like a lot of brands are like trying to be purpose driven if you see purpose driven quote unquote yeah yeah. like driving impact all that kind of stuff um so i saw this article on our favorite fucking website strategy.goddamncom or whatever it is fuck yeah and it says why brands should lead with purpose and why they don't. Okay. Um, so some fucking chief brand officer guy, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, who I'm guessing Bob is, Park. Yeah, who I'm guessing is white. <laughs> yeah. um, shows you, bro. Yeah. Uh, uses his experience. Um, I'm not sure with what soccer is, but to like, I guess this company put out a campaign, um, and then like a purpose-led purpose-driven campaign let's call it mm-hmm. uh, with the in, not the intent of driving this impact um and they quote in the thing how to do this with to avoid um like the bud light style backlash do you yeah. know what i mean okay and i found that really interesting <laughs> language and you can see like this is just like super poor journalism yeah um but that statement alone has so many like questions that come out of it for me mm-hmm um and also like yeah i i have like a a position of what's like why companies shouldn't you know lean into purpose-driven work why they should all that i totally get it but like my biggest question coming out of this is like that headline says like how to avoid bud light style backlash what did bud light do wrong you know what I mean? <laughs> Period. <laughs> like, there's no, like, I'm like, okay, like, yeah. how to avoid this kind of situation? Yeah, you avoid that situation by not doing it. Yeah. By not being a part of the conversation, by not featuring a fucking transgender person on your, your beer can. Pretty That's much. how you avoid it. You yeah. don't take a step in the right direction. Yeah, literally. Exactly. Play it safe. Don't yeah. do anything. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, 
uh, can you like break down purpose driven? Yeah. Like, what does that mean to you? So what it means to me yeah. is like a you you drive with purpose. <laughs> 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 what my interpretation of purpose driven yeah. marketing is lot. like work that goes beyond like the bottom line of uh, driving revenue and profits specifically from a sales perspective. Okay. Like it's a completely separate or should be a completely separate um, kind of like uh, not revenue stream, but uh, like a way that a company exists and advertises itself. Right. More uh, than just. Through, through yeah. like community impact and you can find like tangible things like within that. For example, bad yeah. example. Right. Uh, La says we want to create uh, a more affordable food program. So we are going to come up with a campaign that says if you buy a uh, ten dollars worth of groceries, we will donate a dollar to uh, the food bank across sure. the street. Purpose. That is it. That's an example of like a s- purpose driven campaign, right? Yeah. Okay. The challenge that I have with these is that often yeah. marketers, and especially with examples like that, where it's like. On this day, if you buy this, oh, we are donating this. And we've talked bear shit about, about these, that. bro. We've yep. talked bear shit about this. Yeah. But it's like, it puts, from a marketer's perspective, I've been a part of conversations. I have a lot of experience in marketing. Yeah. Um, I've seen, like, what that actually means. You know what I mean? It, yeah. They say, oh, well, then it makes it f- everyone feel like they're getting involved in solving the problem with us yeah. as a company. And it makes yeah. us feel good because the people are actually Engage doing the work man. on our behalf. Yeah. You're not doing shit other than just being like, hey, I will take your money here and put it here. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't actually like mean anything. And yeah. I think marketers can be a lot more intentional with how they show up as a brand versus making consumers do the work. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. We've we've talked, we've talked so much about that. It's a bigger problem than just marketing, too, right? It's it's like, not marketing. It's not and marketing. The, the second that you're yeah. you're trying to create a program or a campaign, and you're focused on how it's advertised and promoted and promoted, yeah. and how you show up, yeah, and that's the most important thing. You've lost the plot. You've already man. you've, you've already lost fucking the lost the plot. Yeah, you've lost it. Like we've talked about the idea of like, oh my, I can't even remember the specific examples, but like. The amount of likes we get on this post will donate up to like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars to just do it. Charity. Just, just fucking do it. If you have the money, so just yeah. do it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and then say you've done it, and people will like that post. I promise, and they'll share that if they, you know, fuck with the brand. But like, you cannot confuse yourself to think that a lot of these brands are doing this just for the purpose. Yeah. Well, it's it's never about it's that. Never it's about never that. like a it's, like a DE and I strategy is always a, it's a secondary strategy. Yeah. And like we like we just we have to be that. we know that we just got to be honest. Yeah, let's it. just be fucking open and honest. I kind of just wish we just brands were just honest. About yeah, it, I know, wish brands like, just didn't do shit. Yeah, you know what that's I mean, true. Like, I don't. You know, if you're gonna like help yeah. run the economy and stuff like that, just like yeah. donate your money places because you have too much. But um, but like my back to this kind <laughs> of like statement. Yeah. Like my question is, if brands stand for something. If they say I am taking a stand about this, yeah. how can they possibly go wrong? How can they how can we look at Bud Light as a failure? If they say we support the transgender community, yeah. how can they and and we believe that as a brand and we are totally about that as a brand? How do you how is that how is negative backlash a bad thing? Yeah. 
how do you how you look at it yeah how how could it be another corporation looking at bud light is saying oh they fucked up yeah they're saying oh damn their price went down they lost money like they're you know they're in trouble customers they've lost customers so if you look at it from a dollars and cents perspective Bud Light fucked up. Totally. Sure. Yeah. And that's the that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're looking at it from a dollars and cents Which lens, a lot of them you're, are. you're never doing it for the right reason. 100%. I think if yeah. you stand for something and you believe in something and it's woven into the entity of your brand, yeah. you can't go wrong. The only thing that you can do is try and support communities that you're serving. Yeah. That's it. Isn't that just facts? And like the, I hate, be, yeah. I hated the way this article was written yeah. because it was just like, oh yeah, like uh, how to avoid the Bud Bud Light style backlash. I'd like to think that Bud Light knew the implications going into this and still before chose stand. and still yeah. chose to make a stand. Yeah, this is an example of piss poor journalism and a piss poor perspective. Right on what the, like purpose-driven work is supposed to be and i was reading this and i'm like bro like you know hey yeah it's like it's like and listen like whether it's this guy or other ceos or anything like that like if you're not gonna take if you want to take a stand but you're too scared because you're afraid of backlash don't do it don't say you're about it don't put in your values don't put in your company's mission you literally don't have to you don't have to do you literally don't have to. you do not (laughs) have to do any of this shit yeah it's better if you don't yeah it's better if you don't it's, but yeah, it's better if you don't. Just literally have no perspective as a brand. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Just be vanilla and just sell sell beers. Sell products, or man. Sell whatever it is. You don't need this in the advertising to, to you know, uh, launch your brand. You know what I mean? No. Like, it makes me wonder, like, if Coca-Cola did the same thing, what happens? With, like, the Bud Light comparison. Well, I mean, like, I think Coca-Cola probably has a very different... a bit differently. Well, uh, yeah, and yeah. it has a very different target audience. Yeah. And it's much more, like, widespread than Bud Light, if you can believe it. Yeah. And, like, you know that, like, a specific demographic typically likes drinking that shit. Yeah. Uh, and Bud Light's fucking dust, by the way, regardless of the situation. <laughs> no, but, yeah, this what we talked about it. This was a conscious decision of Bud Light, I think, to change their their uh their customer base for the most part like i think they knew that this would happen but they want to evolve the brand in a different way they've also had a new ceo that came in and they're focused on repositioning bud light yeah you gotta upset some folks if you want to go in a different direction if you want to go in a different direction if i'm the ceo i'm not looking at this as a failure i'm looking at it like cool like long term we'll be i we yeah we know that this is going to happen you'd be stupid if you didn't yeah and you'd be insanely insanely ridiculous to think that like you could just like do something like this and have like immediate change in a positive sentiment that's not the world we live in unfortunately long run yeah but anyways hey man episode 22 episode 22 cover it all cover it all man you already know what it is um everything from apple to uh, Toronto restaurants, shit, you know, black take, employees take, like Google, black employees. You know, we had to get real, bro. And on this podcast, we do get real. We get a hundred percent every time, um, man, every time. But that was episode twenty-two. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good morning, afternoon, evening, good night. Thank you for listening, man. Got it. Got it this time. Boom, boom, boom. Peace. Peace.